Hello everyone, welcome to another weekly video wrap-up. Now, let's begin today by talking about the Federal Reserve. Now, as you know, we did get that Fed pause, or skip as they like to call it, during this week. Now, what does this mean for the market? Well, of course, most would expect that the Fed may be done raising rates, especially in the face of what we can perceive as lower than expected inflation. And this is a trend that we've been looking at for a while with that inflation rate really coming down. However, if we look at the Fed's dot plot, which is an assessment of where Fed policymakers think rates will be, we can see that we that most of these um, Fed officials expect to at least hike one more time. We have here most people here looking at a 5.5 or even a 6% uh, terminal Fed funds rate, which would imply two more rate hikes. Now, if we look at, for example, <clears throat> the CME watch group probabilities, we can see that for the next meeting on July 26, 74.4% of participants expect a rate hike. So after a pause, most people seem to be expecting that the Fed will hike again. And this is not unprecedented. We've seen this happen with other banks, other big central banks, such as the Bank of England. So what does this mean for markets, which are, of course, getting quite overheated at the moment? Let's begin by looking at the Nasdaq, which is, of course, one of the main charts we've been looking at recently, <clears throat> especially given such a big rally. Now, as you know, I am expecting a pullback, and I think we are really getting to that area. And I think that, obviously, to the extent that the market is not expecting those <clears throat> those hikes, so if we look at the dot plot, <clears throat> excuse me, and we look at that red line, which indicates the effective rate implied by the Fed futures price, yeah, so this is kind of, the market is actually expecting much more, um, much more, a commodative policy, right? <clears throat> so we can see that to that extent, the market may find itself being surprised and perhaps initiating that pullback. And I do think this could be a catalyst for the pullback that we are expecting on a technical level. Now, if we look at our chart here, we can see that the NASDAQ has completed within our wave three, has completed a one, two, three, four, and I believe we are basically in the late innings of the wave five, a wave five that hypothetically could take us anywhere in this uh, green box. And we have reached that green box yet, yeah, just about the middle of it, with the NDX reaching about 15,200. Okay, we have that 1.618 extension, 15,640. But in either case, I think a pullback is due now. Not only do we have that resistance from the 1.618 extension or that target laid out by the FIB levels, but we also have the resistance from the upwards trend channel. And of course, we are seeing clear signs of exhaustion. Now, the RSI did make higher highs recently, so not really seeing that divergence yet, but we are very over overbought here. Of course, this would be typical of a big rally like we're seeing, but... Nonetheless, we do need some sort of a pullback. Now, this doesn't have to be necessarily a big pullback, okay? We have had, within uh, bull markets, we can see pullbacks that, of course, take us only down about 10%. Now, if we look at where the channel is right now, the pullback from about these levels would only be about a 7% uh, 7 pullback, okay? So, not necessarily 
very high, um, very large pullback gear. Now, even though this is the support offered by the most recent trend line, we also have, for example, the 50-day moving average down here. And of course, if we looked at the FIB levels yet, yeah, assuming that perhaps we have topped roughly around here in our wave three, we would expect from an Elliott wave perspective, a wave four to take us, well, for example, just right here, we have a good confluence of all the all the levels, yeah? So we have, on the one hand, the 38.2% retracement. Here we have the support offered by this trend line. And then we also have the support offered by this other kind of trend line that we formed from here, yeah? So this kind of uh, trend line here that we, of course, broke out of. But nonetheless, it's also good. And just below that, we would have the... 50-day moving average coming up, though probably a little bit lower. Okay, so that is kind of the target area that I'm expecting to reach, and I think that it's very possible that we get there. Um, we are seeing momentum really shift. If we look at puts-to-call ratios, the market has turned very, very bullish, complacent even, so this is really the time where we start a pullback. Now, in the face of all this, we do have Bitcoin, okay? Bitcoin, on the other hand, is bouncing off of support. Now, we have got quite a convincing bounce, and hopefully, and I say hopefully because we are risking now entering into bear market territory again, hopefully this is the bounce that we've been looking for. Okay, now we can see that we did kind of just about break below this previous high, what I pointed out as a kind of neckline of our of our um, of our structure zoom out look at this on the daily yeah so we had this kind of an inverse head and shoulders forming here and this would be our neckline right and as we can see we did we have broken below it though we kind of find support at it okay on the other hand we could also talk about basically um this wedge over here yeah so Rather than that trend line, we could say we form more of a bit of a wedge and we're getting ready to break out of it, okay? Now, this would be quite a bullish uh, structure, which would imply that uh, Bitcoin, if we can break now above this resistance, let's try and draw this properly, that if we can break above this resistance over here, that then we could definitely pick up on our bullish momentum. Now, it will be difficult, I believe, to see Bitcoin rally uh, as the NASDAQ goes even lower, but uh, it's not completely unlikely, okay? So I have been talking about that rotation before from NASDAQ, not only into uh, IWM, but crypto could also be a beneficiary. And I mean, we're talking about a reasonably small pullback, maybe six, seven, eight, maximum 10% in the NASDAQ, uh, which would offer us a great opportunity to buy. So uh, that doesn't so that doesn't necessarily mean that Bitcoin is going to go lower. Okay. So we could get hopefully a bit of a bit of a pump here in Bitcoin, a bit of a rally, and then maybe just see it kind of uh, marginally outperform. And again, it's possible to get green days as the NASDAQ falls. Okay. Now the big headline news in crypto is of course the BlackRock ETF. Okay, so BlackRock has filed an ETF. And of course, the timing couldn't be better, right? Just after the SEC has come after Bitcoin and Coinbase, BlackRock is filing for this ETF. 
and it's actually going to do so partnering with Coinbase, as we can see here. Block BlackRock's ISIS Bitcoin Trust will use Coinbase custody. Now, of course, it's very important to point out here that this is actually a trust, okay? And it's going to be, to that extent, pretty similar to Grayscale. This is not to say that it won't become an ETF, but it will actually um, work pretty much like a Grayscale for the moment. Although this uh, BlackRock fund might actually allow redemptions, right? So to that extent, it could force perhaps Grayscale to, to allow redemptions. And ultimately, it is interesting to see, you know, what you might call a big kind of institutional player such as BlackRock uh, getting into Bitcoin in such a way. Yes, there's a lot of examples of BlackRock getting very good timing on these kinds of things. So <laughs> we could definitely see something like this happen. Okay. Now let's move on to some of the altcoins because the altcoin market, of course, has um, suffered significantly. Now, Cardano, which is one of the altcoins that I do like the most, is um has come down, came down here to about 22 cents, making new lows basically and actually entering the range which we had originally now, of course, I did change to a bullish outlook once, you know, we broke levels of resistance above. But if we zoom out and look at the daily chart, we know we can see that something like um, uh, Cardano, yeah, if we look at the FIB levels here, we can see that we just about tapped that 50% retracement, yeah? So actually, this is what we were originally looking for, for that this retracement wave to even the 61.8 down here at 11 cents, which... Um, again, we can't discard the moment. And at the moment, I am expecting one lower low. We are very oversold on the daily. And though we could uh, make an argument for this being over, this does this would look better to me at the very least with one more low. Okay, as we can see here with a one, two, three, and a four and a five. Okay. So... For the moment, we are expecting somewhat lower lows on the altcoins. However, in terms of playing this, um, I'm not counting on that low low. We are, we're not selling here. Basically, we're looking at uh, just holding and accumulating further down. Okay. Now, in terms of that, we also have some other interesting opportunities in the market. Okay. Now, we can see here on the altcoin list, I've what I've basically done now is reduce this list to the biggest opportunities that we have in the sector. And these are, for the moment, some of the most interesting names. We can see, for example, AGIX, which is, of course, our kind of AI play. And this is starting to reach the levels um, that we would expect a reversal at, okay? So we pretty much tap that 50% retracement in AGIX, kind of like in... Cardano, and to that extent, we are beginning to see a shift, but like Cardano, one more low could look better here, to be honest. Okay, unless we were talking about some kind of a truncated fifth wave over here, yeah, it would look a lot better with one more low, kind of just tapping, uh, getting a little bit deeper into that 50% retracement, okay, at 0 0.16 and that, okay. Now, similar with other stuff, XRP, of course, has been one of the better performing coins and one that has captured a lot of interest as of late. So let's have a quick look at this chart. Now we can see here that 
we actually completed a one, two, three, four here. We're actually now in what I would expect to be a wave five, okay? Now we haven't actually broken above the wave three. So again, we need a little bit higher. If I were to break this down, I think we have enough to count here an initial impulse here for a one, a two, a three, four, five, back into those highs, okay? So a one, two, three, four, five, okay? Over here for that impulse. With that said, in terms of the more micro count, we can see that we're now retracing in that wave two. And in fact, that wave two has just about tapped that 61.8% retracement. So again, I think we are definitely, you know, if we're going to hold this these levels, um, you know, we are seeing a lot of coins very close to those levels, uh, to those reversals. So again, the, the play here is to accumulate a little bit low. I don't, I don't think there's much uh, left to squeeze in terms of a short, even if we do break a little bit below. Okay. I think the reversal is, is incoming pretty soon. Okay. With that said, I also wanted to wrap up by talking a little bit about the TA opportunities. Now I'm looking at adding a few more of these for now. We have a couple of opportunities that we've listed. So unlike the trade ideas, the trade opportunities, the TA opportunities are just based on the technical analysis uh, charts and certain breakouts we're seeing there. TA opportunities I'm not necessarily invested in, although I did buy some hood stock recently. Um, and basically this is what we were looking for, right? This breakout here. And the fact that if we look at the daily chart, yeah, and that, for example, visible range volume profile we don't really have um we don't really have any resistance above and we could really begin to run okay so again now this kind of flies a bit in the face of um what the general nasdaq is going to do but again there is no there isn't necessarily a direct correlation and i have said that you know if you look at the NASDAQ, the mega caps are much more ready for a pullback and those could pull back, bring down the index. It's a kind of a reverse of what we've seen, right? The index come down while a lot of other stocks actually perform very well over the next few weeks, right? Um, again, for example, we have Hood here, right? Breaking out of this very important level of resistance here and basically now setting up for what could be a pretty fast and furious journey uh, perhaps into... Uh, higher levels here yeah, we have for example we can see here we broke above the the key moving averages on the daily chart and then if we look at the weekly also of course uh, breaking above there so again momentum in this stock for example has really shifted to the upside and then for example we had plug power which again a stock that i like to play with sometimes in terms of trading i think that it offers some <laughs> some interesting um volatility and for example, we are right now falling into this range that I was expecting with this retracement in the wave three, taking us perhaps down to this area. So I will I would be looking at adding plug around the 9.8, 9.9 zone, and then for a quick lift up into 13, that $13 area, maybe that basically the this area here, of course, that's where we, that's where we be, begin to find some meaningful resistance there, yeah? 
Okay, and just to wrap up, I also want to talk about my latest trade idea, of course, the copper miners, which are so correlated with uh, China and with China having that, uh, giving us that uh, sign that they're going to start impulsing, um, <clears throat> rather stimulating the economy again. It's definitely a very interesting play. And so we did add some of the copper miners now. I would expect us to perhaps now, after some, after this rally, to perhaps retest some of these moving averages down here. Okay, so maybe we could pick up some more shares. Now we did pick up shares around the $39 mark, I think, maybe a bit lower. We're now, we, I mean, we've run a little bit since then. <clears throat> so <clears throat> we do have a position open, but I would expect us to perhaps get a bit more of a pullback into some of these areas, okay? Now, since we are talking about commodities, I also want to have a quick look at gold, okay? And gold sliding down kind of as we expected, yeah? Like I said, I do think that <clears throat> something like gold and silver do have a little bit lower to come, okay? We can see uh, gold now pretty much struggling with those uh, key levels of resistance here. So <clears throat> it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. But overall, I do think that we could see us uh, gold retrace about 174 Okay, to hit that, that Fibonacci retracement down there. Meanwhile, of course, if we look at energy, we have had a significant rally in energy, although you know a lot of volatility, we can also say, I mean, we can see how basically quite a lot of up and down uh, over the last few days, yeah? We did get an even lower low over here. Okay, so... We really need to break above uh, these direct levels of resistance to really get momentum picking up. So I hope that we can do that in the coming days. That is my primary expectation. And we have to watch out for those levels of resistance here. So this black line over here, this trend line coming in. And then, of course, we have the 50 and the 200-day moving averages. Not far above, okay? So we're going to be struggling to get away from those. But we have some room to run on the RSI. And I do think we've established a nice triple bottom here. So in terms of playing this now here, we have some some kind of a margin of safety from, from a technical perspective. And of course, we have all those, uh, I believe, some positive fundamental catalysts with you know a lot of the um a lot of the supply really being constrained. You know, we had that OPEC meeting with uh, supply being cut. So again, I think that as the economy recovers and surprises us with the resilience, especially in some of the international markets, we are going to see oil return to its previous highs, yeah? So guys, that's it for the update for the week. Um, I hope you enjoyed it as always, and stay tuned for more. I will be out with the weekly report on Monday, and I hope you have a great weekend, and see you then.